This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, back here, Betting the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network, Monzo and Malusis with you. Moose, we are a quarter of the way through the prestigious Saratoga meet. We've had some good days. We've had a lot of some bad days. We've had some days off the off the dirt and uh, some sloppy weather. But the weather's been good to start uh, the third week, Moose. Uh, and I'll tell you what, we haven't been giving up big prices uh, a little bit here and there. But, man, we should have had Pleasant Passage home yesterday at a nice 9-2 to price. Yeah, should have. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you look at it and on the inside, and uh, Velasquez just couldn't get through. I mean, that's the issue that you look at it. Uh, and checked a couple times. I agree. I think it would have been. I mean, I, I think it would have been a nose either way, right at the wire. But if Pleasant Passage had a clear run right up the rail, I think we would have been right there and had an opportunity. Unfortunately, you know that's that's what happens with horse racing when you look at trips. A good, uh, good card on Friday, good card today. With race 10, the Amsterdam being the feature. Good turf racing as well uh, on the undercard moves. So I'm going to start early in the card. Race 2, which is a, an optional claiming race, $62,000, 5.5 furlongs on the Saratoga grass. I love these sprints at Saratoga. I love the 5.5 furlongs. Uh, I always look for, typically... It's weird when you have an angle that you like and you find yourself playing against it. Because what have I, I've always said, whether you recall me saying this or not, I love closers in these races. I love horses that come off the pace because they're usually fast up front and you can find somebody coming off the pace. Casa Creed has done that. He's made a living doing that uh, the second half of his racing career. Uh, in this race, you know, for a sprint, there's not an overwhelming amount of speed. And I think Artemis City Limits, who is a horse that's dropping down from stakes competition, he ran the Breeders' Cup last year, finished fifth, uh, ran in the Woodford, Turf Sprint, the Shaker, just a ton of stakes races, drops down to an allowance claiming race where he's absolutely dominated uh, being on the lead with Luis Saez, now gets Irad Ortiz, Mike Maker, uh, off to a slow start at Saratoga, but Irad Ortiz is not. And this horse has a ton of early speed, not a lot of early speed in this race. Artemis City Limits, 95 on the morning line. I think this horse is just the best horse in the field. I think he clears. He has run well at Saratoga, 9 to 5 on the morning line. Not exactly very exciting, but I want to get off the uh, the schneid here and get a winner. Artemis City Limits, race two, top pick. Yeah, we're going to go to the – we're going to go uh, mano mano here in the, our first picks on Friday. I'm, I'm going to go same race that you like. I like the eight Fauci, Ricardo Santana, Phil Antonucci, 4 to 1 on the morning line. First time gelding. Um, which is, you know, sometimes when they geld a horse because lacking focus is, you know, running some pretty good races, you know, ran in a grade two. His, you know, buyer speed figures do fit at the distance, I think five and a half furlongs. You know, it's coming the money for two, four of the four occasions that's run up at Saratoga is not one as of yet. Uh, has been really successful at the distance. Seven of eight has come in the money. 
I think you're getting four to one on a horse that was first time gelded. Haven't seen him since October of 20, uh, October 27th of 22, um, has been training, has been training consistently as of late. I mean, really, you know, June 3rd, June 26th, July 8th, July 15th, July 23rd, solid work. When you go, uh, probably about three back on that July 8th work up at Saratoga. Um, I think the five and a half furlongs fit has run well, fresh in the past. Also, first time gelding, uh, getting eight in race two, Fauci at four to one on the morning line. Now, my next pick's going to come much later in the card, race eight, and we'll give some picks on Twitter as, uh, or X as they call it these days, you know, as they come about. It's the same thing that strikes uh, my fancy. I'm not going to give you a pick for race six yet. Um, I'm not even sure I'll pick the race on social or bet the race, but it's just an interesting race, the sixth race. It's a main special, like 136,000. So some horses haven't even run yet. A mile and three-eighths on the turf, Moose. I, I feel like that's a Saratoga thing they do. How do you feel about that? A, a marathon, mile and three-eighths on the turf. I like it. I mean, a yeah. How do you handicap that race? I don't know. I mean, but if you like horses with changes, uh, how about Faraday in that race? First time gelding, first time Lasix, blinkers on. You're talking about a horse that they're looking that they spent $275,000 on at the Keeneland September sales in 2021 uh, is now a, you know, a three-year-old gelded uh, coming off one race in which didn't run particularly well, uh, you know, at Belmont at Aqueduct uh, where he went off at nine to two. So you want to talk about massive changes? I would look at Faraday because they're, they're going all in on all kinds of changes. First time Lasix, first time gelding, and also the blinkers on for Javier Castellano with Chad Brown, the trainee. I'm going to go down to race eight. It's not a overwhelmingly exciting race, but, you know, it's not a big allowance race for, uh, you know, $100,000 and a mile at eighth on the, the dirt, but it's claiming a race, $50,000, seven furlongs. And now looking for a little value. I know there's going to be some short horses. I like street swag here. I'm picking my second maker horse with the iRide connection. Second time I'm doing that today. Uh, you know, maker is, is really good off the claim, 23%. Uh, the jockey-rider combination, I mean, trainer-rider combination is good. If you go back to just the horses for McKeenland early this year in an allowance race he won, uh, if you go back to the debut, was okay. The second race at Churchill was good. Uh, I just don't know what happened last out. Maybe the horses didn't like Ellis, but you're getting 5-1 to one on an I-Red horse who, who I think has some talent, and it's just better than this field. I understand joking way he's going to get bet. Linda Rice basically never loses a race these days. Um, but I, I think if you're looking for a little value, street swag at five to one, Miker Ortiz gives that for you in the eighth on the, at the spa. Yeah, I went to uh, my second pick of the day. I went to race five, which is $95,000 allowance, a mile and an eighth on the dirt. And I went with the four Jackson Heights, uh, trained by Orlando Noda, four to one on the morning line, Joel Rosario aboard. I think it's interesting. Rosario hops on a board. Um, you know, Jackson Heights has been ridden by Trevor McCarthy and Javier Castellano before. Second start off the layoff last work on July 17th, uh, three furlongs and 36 and one. Uh, best of 13 that day. It's been really working well. Um, you know, last four workouts has got two bullets, um, like the stretch out, um, you know, tried the sprinting game, ran muddy seven furlongs, didn't run particularly well. First start back, uh, in late May at Belmont, didn't run particularly well, uh, odds of, you know, and that was in the Mike Lee for state breads. Um, 
I don't know. I, I think the son of Union Jackson, I think the mile and an eighth will fit him um, and suits him. I think the distance is a little bit better. I like the last work. I like the fact that Rosario hops on a board. Uh, it's been uh, not a great jockey-trainer combination, but um, I'll go with the, the number four, Jackson Heights, um, in race five at four to one on the morning line. And you didn't mention once that you have a son named Jackson, so I'm surprised. I did. Yes. Yeah. And I was. And the other thing is, I was born in Jackson Heights, Queens. Oh, how about that? A lot of Jacksons. Uh, I'm looking at the feature. Do you have a pick in the tenth? Are you going with the tenth? I do have a pick in the Amsterdam. Uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go through this race a little bit here, because I figured you might. Um, and we might be on the same horse. So that's why I want to get into it. Now I know Drew's Cold's going to be short, uh, early speed, a lot of speed in this race. Uh, nine to five on the morning line for Drew's Gold. Uh, New York Thunder, a horse that's I, I don't really understand the price differential between Drew's Gold and New York Thunder outside of the fact that New York Thunder hasn't won a graded stakes race, which I completely understand. But nine to five to six to one seems a little outlandish to me. A lot of speed in this race. Rivet speed. New York Thunder speed. Uh, Joey Freshwater has flashed speed at times, and Drew's Gold has a lot of speed. My best bet of the day is going to be Gilmore in this race. Five to two on the morning line. If you just look back at you know some of the performances, four wide last out, eight wide, two back, um, going routing, going sprinting. Uh, and just if you look at the two races back, finished just behind Fort Bragg, who should have won the Pat Day Mile. Fort Bragg goes on to win next out. The Woody Stevens, again, four wide, ran really well. Arabian Lion was just not going to lose that day. I think there's some value to be had. And again, my third IRAD pick today, I, I just think this horse is going to get the setup. You know, a lot of speed. I think IRAD, as long as he doesn't, you know, I know IRAD can do some goofy stuff from time to time. If he's not eight lengths back, you know, maybe he's going, you know, he, I, I, if he's two or three lengths back, just following these guys that are going out there and they're dueling themselves, you know, he should have a, a ton in the tank as they turn for home. Gilmore, five to two on the morning line. I hope to get five to two uh, in the grade two Amsterdam moose. Yeah, I, I'm in the race. Uh, I didn't go with Gilmore. I'm a little concerned maybe that the Woody Stevens effort takes a little bit out of him. Um, you know, fired a 104 buyer speed figure. I'm going to go with a horse. I, a little bit of the ascent, and I'm going to buy into Steve Asmussen a little bit. I'm going to go with Rivet. It's shown in the past that doesn't necessarily need to have to be on the lead. It's been successful the last three races, and that has been on the front end. But if you go back to April of 23, April 14th at Oaklawn Park, in an optional claiming 100,000, did come from off the pace and was able to win that race. So I think Rivet, the three-year-old out of competitive edge, has shown the ability to be multidimensional. Um, and I think going to get some pace to run at. Um, and I think it's an instance where uh, I'm looking for a little bit of value. You get three to one on the morning line. I don't discount. I think Gilmore, if he's able to repeat what he did last race in the Woody Stevens, can easily win this race. I agree that it's going to be set up for somebody coming from off the pace. Um, I think Rivet sits behind that first flight. I think Drew Gold, Drew's Gold gets pressure up front. I think Rivet then is able to take the take advantage in the lane. So I'll go with Santana, Asmus, and Rivet in the grade two Amsterdam later on this afternoon. Yeah, I think in this race, because of the short field, only six horses, it's tough to get overly cute, you know, when you have really good horses. And I think all these horses are pretty good. 15 to 1, Joey Freshwater. You're getting the Linda Rice horse, who Linda's been firing out horses left and right, winning, you know, just about every race, it feels like. Uh, Joey Freshwater, 15 to 1, adds the Blinkers moose. I think it'd be uh, a smart move if you're going to play exactas to throw Linda's high priced horse in the stakes race uh, in your exactas and triples now. 
Yeah, she's firing. I mean, Linda Rice had an unbelievable Belmont is having a great Saratoga. So uh, she's done a tremendous job with horses coming off the claim. But, yeah, I think I think you throw out anything that's trained by Linda Rice at a price that, um, at, you know, you have to be very, very cautious with that because her barn's really running well. We will be back with a Saturday podcast with the Jim Dandy. Uh, a lot of uh, Moose and I, Angel of Empires, running in that race. Of course, that yeah. cost us a way too much money. I think Moose basically lost his mortgage on the Kentucky Derby, uh, betting Angel of Empire uh, as Mage close got to close to it. Mage, <laughs> and then every Mage, amazingly enough. We will give you the Saturday picks, but uh, yeah, overall my picks today, I feel pretty good Let's about. Go get- Friday at Saratoga. I really like Rivet in my Am- in the Amsterdam. That's my best bet. Yeah, you gotta play. You gotta play the Rivet Gilmore exact is what you're saying. No doubt, Rivet Gilmore four five five four uh, in race ten later on this afternoon up at the Spa. Those are your Friday best bets at Saratoga. We're we'll back for the Saturday picks uh, later on. Betting the ponies, bet rivers. Thanks for listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network.